welcome to the Student Sessions with Tonya Galati, brought to you by Grey Hair Media. In this series, Tonya is joined by role models who share their lived experiences in frank and honest conversations. We all need to be inspired, and understanding how those we look up to have been inspired themselves is an important journey of discovery. Come with us for a frank, unedited conversation with amazing people. Today, Tonya is talking to Grace Thompson, one of the authors in You Are a Limited Edition. She moved from Italy to schooling in the UK and had challenges with languages and race uh, and then got into an apprenticeship uh, and is now up for an apprenticeship award. Over to you, Tonya. Hi, and welcome to the student sessions with me, Tonya. Today I'm joined by Grace Thompson. Hi, Grace. Hi. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. You? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for joining us on the student sessions today. Where are you dialing in from, Grace? Thank you for inviting me. I'm in Manchester. You're in Manchester, and how's the weather in Manchester today? Yeah. Not quite. It's it's like dead boring <laughs> as usual. And quiet and cold. Yeah, I haven't been out like for a week now, so I don't really know how's the weather is outside. <laughs> oh, okay. So for the listeners listening, depending on when you're listening to this, we are currently in the middle of a national lockdown, so not many of us are going out at the moment. So, Grace, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, well, uh, my name is Grace Thompson. I'm 20 years old. I was born in Ghana and I grew up in Italy. Um, let's say since I was a kid, I wanted to be a doctor. I think because my grandma used to say that uh, I have to be a doctor and everything. So I thought that I needed to be that one. But when I started growing up, uh, I became very afraid of blood. So I was like, no, that one is not for me. But one thing that I love was calculating things because I was always believing that any, any problem, you have a solution. So yeah, that's where I literally got the passion for accounting. Although I wasn't that much good in mathematics, but I, I, I love doing calculations, just like plus and everything like that. So after high school, um, it, it reached the point that I needed to choose um the college that I needed to I wanted to go and it was a bit conflict because I wanted to be like working in an office so I was thinking of, of secretary or receptionist route not about accounting uh, my parents were thinking about languages and I didn't really like languages so um the funniest thing was like I did I just I just choose a school where it got language it got computer and it got accounting so it got everything on it in just one school so I went there um I uh, I went to the school I think I was age uh, 15 years old when I started college and um the first two years were very nice lovely until I got to the point where when I had to choose which one I wanted to do, which course I wanted to do, because for the first two years, you have to do everything. So I was doing the languages, the, the computer side and uh, accounting. So when they asked me what I wanted to do, I decided to go for computer routes, like Visual Basic. And I think it was the wrong choice that I could ever make. I couldn't understand anything. The teacher was quite difficult to was explaining things and I was like what was he saying I was so confused and in that period my mom too got healed 
she was very ill and we didn't know what to do. Uh, I was, my, 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 because uh, nobody was speaking right, correctly in Italian. So I was the only one that I can take my mom to the hospital, translate um, what she was saying and what the doctors were saying and everything. So uh, in that period, I was facing the issue that my mom was here and another one was, I was feeling uncomfortable on my home skin because I've been in, in, in any class I've been since primary school, I was always the black person, the only black person, but it wasn't an issue until I got that uh, in um, that class where the people made me feel different. They were treating me different. The teachers were teaching me, uh, treating me different. So it took me quite a while. And because of my mom who was here and everything, no, so I was keeping this pain in myself and I couldn't even shout it out to anybody, but it, but it, it was quite very difficult. So in that period, I was literally, it was 2018 and I was still 17 years that time. So um, my dad uh, asked me, where do I want to go on holidays during March? And I was like, I want to go to UK. I don't really know what is in UK, but I wanted to go. So we came here for three days and I fell in love with this place. Not for the weather, for sure. <laughs> but <laughs> it was because of the way I saw black people in McDonald's serving. And I was like, I've never seen a black person in, in my country, in Italy, serving. <laughs> I saw a bus driver that was a black person. And I was like, there is a black person that is driving the bus. I was so surprised and amazed in a lot of things that I, I see in this country, like even for people, black people driving good cars. I went back again to Italy and I started thinking about all my life, what happened. And I realized that most of the time when I, I listen to people talking about black things, black issues and everything, you know, I don't really give uh, that much weight until it happens to me. Then I understood what other people like me were facing that time. So after school, that I failed it. They literally failed me because I didn't have any help from the teachers, except from one teacher. But as you know, nobody can help you. So I failed the, the course. And um, I decided that I didn't want to go to that school anymore. I told my parents that I don't want to go to a school where I can be valued because I'm a woman being like everybody else. So I want to go to a place where I can be valued. So I decided to work, although my parents were very happy about it. So I started my first work. I was 17 years old. My manager didn't even know that I was 17 years old because when I did the interview, it was like, you don't look like a 17 years old person. So I started working as a customer service. It was for a telecom. So uh, I used to do like talk to people about the, the product and everything and do contracts for them and everything. So in August, 23rd August, yeah, 23rd August, I moved to UK with my mom and dad and my little brother. So during that time, um, when we, we came here, you know, my parents asked me again, what do you want to do? What course do you want to do? And I was like, I want to be an accountant. After going to different courses, I finally decided I want to be an accountant. So uh, my, my uncle took me to, took me to Oldham College where... Um, uh, we, uh, it, we was talking while we were going, it was like, he was saying, uh, there is this thing that called, they, they call it apprenticeship. So we can ask them that if you can do apprenticeship. And I was like, what is apprenticeship? And it was like, oh, it's when the student is working at the same time he's studying, 
but at the same time, he's doing the, the course, the work of what is studying. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So let's hope that they, I can do it. So we went to Oldham College and we asked them that I want to do apprenticeship and everything. They say that, oh, no, I, I can't do it because I was in UK just five days, I think it was. And um, to be to do apprenticeship, you have to be at least in the country for three years. So, but they like my grades and everything. So uh, they'll keep me as full time. So when they say full time, I was like, oh no, I'm not ready to go Monday to Saturday to school like the way I used to go in Italy and do five hours, eight hours of lesson. I'm not, I'm not ready. But I was like, yeah, it's fine for me. So when the first thing the teacher told me, so you'll be in classroom Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I was looking at her and I was like, sorry, can you repeat it again? <laughs> and she repeated and the time and I was like, really? I've never been in a school like three days and the times were even five hours it was just two hours lesson and i was so happy about it so i started and the week for the the week again of i think that week yeah i got a phone call from oldham college and they were saying that um uh, they've got this uh, program that this name is ltsb uh, leadership through sports and business where do you, uh, you they have young guys like me that want to enter into the world of work and everything so I didn't trust me I didn't understand anything on what the the, the lady was saying on the phone English was wasn't my my, my 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 max like literally I can understand what a little bit of things so I didn't get anything but I say yeah I'll be in, in school so I went to school and Charmaine was there, that is the LTSB corner manager. Uh, she was explaining everything and I didn't understand anything. I was there sitting down and I even got annoyed when others were answering the questions because I was so annoyed that I was struggling to understand what they were saying. And, and it, was, it, it was a little bit funny thinking about it right now. So uh, I got interviewed and when I got home, my parents was like, how did he go? And I was like, I don't even know what I said. So let's hope for the best. So then I received a phone call from Charmaine uh, where she said that um, they, they have choose me. And I was like, how did they choose me? I didn't think that I did this much thing, but I was very happy. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what I was going through and anything. So I started it at SSB while I was doing, I was still going to Oldham College to do my AT level two. Then with LCSB, I started participating in different courses. And when I was living in uh, Italy, I was having one thing in my, one thing that I was having in myself was not, not any more confidence. I was very insecure in everything. I wasn't believing in myself. I, anything that I, I was doing, I was having doubts. So this was the main issue for me. So I, I really thank SSB that they built confidence in me because I, I, I lose everything when I, I was leaving the country. I, I lose everything. So I, I did some speed interviews and Charmaine sent me an email saying, uh, sent me a message saying that TalkTalk wants to have an interview with you. So TalkTalk is a, it's a telecommunication as well. So when I told my parents that a telecommunication wants to have an interview with me, my mom was like, I believe, I hope that you're not going to do customer service. And I was like, no, I said, I want to be accountant. So probably I'm going through that route. So I did my interview and I didn't even know how it goes. But one thing I was for sure, I, I was like, I told my mom was after the interview, 
I believe that this work is for me. This one is for me. But I have the doubt because I was going on interview with other people. They were stronger than me. They are British. They know how to speak well English. I don't know. So I'm so scared. So then I was going to my part-time job that day where Shaman called me and she said, you got it. And I was like, what did I got it? She was like, you got the job. And I was like, what? I, I wasn't expecting it. So when I started the talk talk that it was 7th of May 2019. Yeah, I started. Uh, I was in the AP team, account payable. Uh, the first two months, it took me very, very, it was very difficult for me because I, I started not be confident anymore in myself. I started having doubts of things and this made me do a lot of mistakes because I wasn't shouted out. I wasn't saying anything to anybody. I was struggling. I, in that period, I, I got stressed. I couldn't even eat. On my home birthday, when it comes for birthday, I am something else. On my home birthday, I didn't even realize that I didn't eat my birthday cake that my parents bought me. Until my dad was like, you didn't eat your birthday cake. I didn't really realize it. I they prepare food. I, I thought I, I was eating the food, but I didn't even eat it because I was so stressed that I could. I was facing that insecurity that if I shout it out to people that uh, I'm struggling, they are going to laugh at me. I'm going to fail. I was having that that that's that that's scared. I was scared about, afraid about it. So, but thanks to um, Charmaine that tried to talk to me, and I was having a mentor as well that was giving. Uh, by LTSB and I I really I'm really grateful for that mentor because I even now we always talk and she gave me advice and we started doing different things like course I, I went to a social mobility partnership in uh, old Trafford where I started doing courses like resilience I started looking at videos on um, LinkedIn so just to build confidence in myself again and to, then with that one, test to that one, I moved to a different team that is TTT, that is Total Technology, where I'm still working in that team. And in um, 40, is like literally the 13th of July. But before 13th of July, I got interviewed 9th of July, where, um, no, before that one, let's say, somebody was leaving the team one of my co colleagues were leaving the team so then my manager sent me a message saying oh grace there is this rule so do you want to go for it do you want to have an interview and i was ha having doubt of myself i was like can i really go for that thing i was very insecure so i spoke to my mentor i spoke to Charmaine again and they were like why don't you try it so i was like yeah why not? So I did the interview. I don't know how it goes, but I was so nervous for it. And then on, I was on holidays that day. So my manager sent me a message on WhatsApp saying, can I call you at three o'clock? And I was like, what did I have done? I'm on holidays. So this man is saying that he wants to call me. I was like, oh God, I don't know what I've done. So he called me at that time and he said, you've got the job. And I was like, what? And he said, yeah, you've got the promotion. So Right now talking, I'm a finance analysis for TTT, that is Total Technology. And not only um, Charmaine nominated me as, um, as BAME Apprenticeship Award for BAME Apprenticeship Award in uh, 26th of August. 
And I got the news that I was among the finalists in, uh, let's say, I got the date, 10th of July, they sent me an email saying that I'm, I'm on the finalist. And literally today is the day that I know if I won or not. So yeah, this is all my story. Wowzers, what a journey you've been on. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah, you have. You've been through a lot and you've also achieved a lot. Um, I mean, congratulations, yeah. obviously, on um, being Thank shortlisted you. for the award. And fingers crossed that you find out later today and it's positive news. Um, yeah, I just want to pick some of the stuff that you've said, Grace, if that's okay. Um, yeah. So what's come through from your story is obviously that um, language barriers have been something that have um, you have felt has kind of been a bit of a blocker for you. Um, how do you feel yeah. that... Um, you know, I'm just thinking of some of our listeners that may have relocated to the UK to study um, and they may feel that they, they lack confidence to kind of speak and get involved mm-hmm. in things because they're mindful that there are language barriers there. What advice would you give to students that might be kind of withdrawing themselves because they're afraid of the language barrier? I think that I got the, the issue that I, I I got that literally first one was the Italian. So I believe that others, they shouldn't have to be afraid. They should just try any way to learn the language because at that time I was just seven years old and my dad couldn't speak Italian. My mom neither. So I had to use all my force, like literally you just have to try your own best to learn it. So you don't have to think about the language. Otherwise you're not, you're not going to be successful in life. Because all the time, any single thing that you face on life is like an obstacle and you have to try to win it. So I have the aim that I wanted to learn the language. So I try everything, like literally talking to old ladies in my area. I was even going like after dinner, I was going, approaching them, talking to them. I wasn't that much good, but I was just trying all my ways to learn the language and pick up. Even in classroom, when they were talking, I was just saying, slow down slow down just for me to understand when they were laughing i was laughing although i didn't know what they were saying but just for me to capture the language and the same thing i did when i moved to uk where the class as you i, I you guys know english is quite i thought english was quite like english normal english but when i moved to uk i realized that everybody has its own accent <laughs> and the worst one probably is liverpool because when i went there they were speaking at all. They were speaking French. So, yeah, they shouldn't have to literally take the language as too much barrier, but because there are a lot of resources to how to, to learn it. Um, by watching YouTube cartoons, I think cartoons are they're amazing. I, I love cartoons right now because I've been watching them since I moved. Even when I was in Italy, I was watching cartoons constantly because they are the only ways to learn the language. So you don't have to think about that language barrier. Otherwise, you not get what you want to get. Um, you speak English very well now. Um, but when you Thank are... Thank you. <laughs> no, you speak great. But when you are in a situation, like a new situation, a business environment, do you ever still doubt yourself and your abilities? In the beginning, yes. In the beginning, yes. I was very, very, very doubting myself. Uh, uh, sometimes I do you know what I do? I, I normally take my phone with me and type it on Google 
so that the machine would translate to you will say it for me but i realized that i was just doing something wrong because i need to have confidence in myself maybe i'll do mistake on pronouncing it but they are going to definitely correct me they are not going to laugh at me so i i try in that way so when i'm doing even my one-to-one -one with my manager and i, I i'm trying to say something I, i'll be like I'm saying it, but then let me know if I made a mistake on how I'm pronouncing it. So then it was teaching me how to pronounce it rightly. So yeah, it was quite difficult for me in the beginning, but right now I, I built more confidence in myself and I know definitely that they are going to correct me or help me if I'm making a mistake on how to say it. Okay. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about racism and your experiences. So. I'm sure that unfortunately many of our listeners will be able to relate to um, all or some of your experience of racism, both kind of overseas and then in the UK. What advice would you give to someone who, you know, has experienced racism or, you know, is in a situation that is an environment that is fairly racist? Kind of what advice would you give to them? Right now, I will definitely give them one advice is like they should just love yourself the way they are because at the age of 17 years old and realize that your color is an issue for a lot of people it's quite difficult mm -hmm. i was in a like the first time i realized i realized it it, it was like a, like a water that was coming over you because when people were saying it, you, you don't realize it. And when your teacher even showing to you in person that saying that I can really help you, it, it's, it's quite difficult. But one thing that I developed growing up is more like I need to believe in myself. I need to give a value for myself. So they shouldn't have to make their color or anything be an issue. If the people doesn't like them, fine. It's not an issue important that you know who you are, you know your value, and you know that you are better than these people when they think that you, you are not better. Because most of the time, people think that Black people are like a slave, and you know that you are not a slave. You are a president. You are a, a, anything else in this world. So you don't have to really think that that thing is an issue, because it's not. And I think what's come up in some of the other podcasts that we've heard particularly around this subject is that often it's quite difficult if you don't feel like you belong in a situation it's quite difficult to be yourself and on sometimes there's the tendency to kind of speak a different way or behave a different way but with you grace and yeah. through the conversations that we've had um you always bring your authentic self and i know that when i'm speaking to you i'm speaking to grace and i'm not speaking to yeah. a grace who's pretending to be somebody else so what advice would you give in terms of, you know, encouraging some of our listeners to be themselves in some of these situations that they're in instead of feeling that they have to be somebody that they're not? So growing up, I, I thought, I, I started like think, being somebody that I wasn't. I was thinking that I was different. I was seeing even my, my people with my, the same color. I was thinking that I was different. I was thinking that I was white. Not sure where black man mindset came upon me, but I was thinking that. But later, after that issue that I got, I realized that no, I need to be myself. I need to value myself. I need to put that culture in myself. So because and and I started learning different cultures, and I realized that any culture has its own 
particularity. So if you don't have it, it makes you unique, you know, it makes you like everybody else. And I don't want to be anybody else. I want to be grace. So I need to show up what makes grace. So I believe that any single person that is listening to me, you have to make sure that when it's living something to somebody else or it's showing something to somebody else, it's showing itself, it's showing something that when the person goes home, it'll say, oh, that person is that person. It's not this person. It's like when you see musicians and um, celebrities and you want to be like them, but they are what they, they are because they wanted to be that. So I believe that every single person has to try to be that one, to be just yourself. Maybe people are not going to like it, but you have to make sure that you like yourself, you love yourself, you're proud of yourself and you, you value yourself. Um, this series of the student sessions is focused on role models. So how do you feel about being put under that umbrella, Grace, and being referred to as a role model? I was quite, like, thinking about it. My, my cousin, little cousin, used to say that uh, I'm his role model. And when he say it, I, I, I quite laugh at it because I don't really know what I'm doing that it makes somebody else think that I'm a role model. But thinking right now, I think that I'm... I've done a lot of things in my life that probably somebody is doubting of doing it or doesn't know how to go forward for it. So I'm really happy that my story or my achievement can put inspiration for somebody else to do what you want to do. Thank you, Grace. Um, I'm mindful that we're coming to the end of our time together. So before you leave us, if you had to go back to being, say, 13 years old, what one bit of advice would you give to yourself knowing what you know now? One advice that I'll give myself is definitely that I should have valued myself a little bit more and not be and, and have confidence in myself. Because I think that age, I, I wasn't I wasn't still confident like the way I am now. Thank you so much for joining us on the student sessions today, Grace, and for sharing your lived experience Thank with you. our listeners. You're a true role model. Um, fingers crossed for you in terms of the apprenticeship awards do keep us posted and let us know how you get on for the best well yeah <laughs> to our listeners do join us again on the student sessions thanks for listening to student sessions brought to you by Greyhair Media and hosted by Tonya Galati never miss an episode by subscribing and if you like what you've heard today why not leave a review and please tell your friends we'll see you at the next session